Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the morning sports briefing on New Zealand Sport Radio. Hello, yes, and it is Wednesday, the 26th of August, and... Uh, as you heard Cornflake there say, welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing. Uh, today in the news, um, we have um, updates on the uh, Champions League qualifying. Yes, uh, we might have had the final on Monday, but the qualifying has already started um, for next year. Rain can't spoil Anderson's day. Uh, what will help happen with the North-South game? Um, but at least we have a cup at last. Um, updates on who the All Blacks will play next year. The Warriors have named their team for the Knights. Um, we updates from the NBA Finals as uh, the Heat um, sweep in round one. Uh, and Formula One announce the final races of the season. So let's kick off with that football news. Don't forget, folks, that today is semi-final day in the A-League when where Melbourne City will take on Western United, kicking off at 7pm. Um, and Sydney FC will take on Perth Glory, kicking on it off, kicking on, kicking off at uh, 10 past 10. Um, over in the Champions League, as we, as I said, um, qualification for next year has all, or next season, next uh, year tournament has already started before the last tournament even finished. There are teams from 55 countries competing in the qualification games um, through uh, September. Um, and uh, Slovan Bratislava, um, the Slovakian uh, team, um, have uh, have to forfeit their first round qualification game against, here we go, um, Key Klaksvik, um, which uh, I think is in, uh, which is in the Faroe Islands, um, 3-0. Um, it's been postponed twice um uh, and now they've run out of time to play that game due to uh, COVID cases amongst the Slovak um, Slovakian uh, team's players. Um, they're the second team um, to be knocked out of the Champions League via COVID. Um, the Kosovo League winners, um, Dritta, um, were um, were knocked out uh, when uh, the authorities in Switzerland um, didn't allow the game against um, Northern Ireland, Linfield to go ahead because they had two players testing positive for COVID. So, uh, yes, two teams now 
um, have uh, dropped, have been knocked out of the Champions League due to COVID. I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin now, who's going to take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners on the interweb. And yes, as Paul said, rain can't spoil Anderson's day. Jimmy Anderson has become the first fast bowler to join the 600 Test Wicket Club. Anderson had Pakistan captain Azhar Ali caught by Joe Root in the slips to bring up the milestone. Anderson has become the second fastest to the landmark. And as mentioned before, the first fast bowler. He's joining Anil Kumble, Shane Warne and Matai Malithran to the, into the 600 wicket club. He achieved the milestone in 156 tests, bowling 33,717 deliveries. The match itself petered out into a draw, with play not getting underway until after 4pm. So England takes the series 1-0, but sort of, although the rain sort of takes the uh, takes it 2-1, uh, so the rain winning in the day. <laughs> Craig McMillan is Bangladesh's new batting consultant. McMillan, whose last role was New Zealand's batting coach, has been appointed Bangladesh batting consultant for the upcoming tour of Sri Lanka. McMillan fills the role that was vacated by Neil McKenzie, who left due to family reasons around COVID time. Uh, West Indian men have been to England, and now the West Indian women's team will be touring England. They will head to England for a tour starting on the 21st of September. They will be playing five T20 matches. Moving into CPL news, Corey Anderson finally made it into the runs when he scored 31 off 19 balls to help the Barbados Tridents through to 151 for seven off their 20 overs. But it wasn't enough as St. Kitts and Nevis Patriots, helped by 89 of 60 balls from Evan Lewis, eclipsed the total with 152 for four, with three balls still remaining. Today's late game is the Guyana Amazon Warriors taking on the Jamaican Taliwas, and that will be starting in a couple of hours. And finally, it's looking good for Afghanistan's first test against Australia. Plans are looking good for Australia to host Afghanistan in Perth. At this stage, the match is being scheduled starting from December the 7th. Australia were scheduled to play Afghanistan after the T20 World Cup as part of the ICC Future, uh, Future Tours program. But the date has been shifted after the postponement of the T20 World Cup and the rescheduling of the IPL tournament. And Paul, that's our cricket news for today. Thank you uh, very much, Ashwin. And uh, give uh, another um, stat uh, that has been posted up, or that you posted up actually, on our Swinging From the Hip Cricket Supporters um, Facebook group. So folks, if you want to chat cricket, that's the place to be, is uh, that um, James Anderson also has the most test 5-4s, or well, he's got 29 of those, along with Glenn McGrath, um, with uh, still taking down... Richard Hadley yep. on 36. Um, yes, that's a, yeah, yeah. so he's got second most there. And um, my favourite player of all time, he's chasing him down, Richard Hadley, who uh, got 35 uh, Fifers uh, playing in his place. 36. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> 36. Deary me. Uh, our, our, yes, our stats man there over in the cricket is, uh, is getting his facts wrong. But a man who doesn't get his facts wrong, Stephen Harris with our birthdays today. 
Oh, very good, Paul. You're starting to nail those uh, segues every every time, every morning. Yeah. Anyway, three three people today who won't be swinging from the hip, or maybe they will be swinging from the hip, are our three birthday recipients. And today we celebrate our females. Firstly, an MBE for services to netball, a former New Zealand sportswoman of the year, and finally a former New Zealand football international and that's where we start our birthdays this morning. Pam Yates born this day the 26th of August August uh, 1988 is a former association football goalkeeper who represented New Zealand at international level. Yates made her football ferns debut against the United States on the 3rd of October 2004 and finished her international career with three caps to her credit. I think that was 1988. Moving right along, Kate McElroy born this day the 26th of August 1981 as a New Zealand cyclist, triathlete and former runner. She won the World Mountain Running title in 2005 and was later named <clears throat> New Zealand Sportswoman of the Year at the Halberg Awards. She is the National Woman's Record Holder for the 3000 metres steeplechase and a time of 9.32.54 set in Halden, Belgium during 2006, McElroy converted to trick in a bid to compete at the 2008 Beijing Olympics, but sustained a leg injury and was unable to recover in time. And finally, an absolute netballing legend, Sandra Edge, MBE, born this day, the 26th of August 1962, in Tapuya Springs. Now, Tapuya Springs is about an hour north of Gisborne, is a New Zealand netball coach and former international netball player, Edge. One has completed and she has won and completed the full set of triple medals competing for the Silver Ferns at the Netball World Championships, winning bronze medal in Birmingham in 1995, silver in Sydney 1991, and gold in Glasgow 1987. In 1990, Edge was awarded the uh, New Zealand 1990 Commonwealth Medal. In the 1995 Queen's Birthday Honours, she was appointed a member of the Order of the British Empire for services to netball. She was inducted into the New Zealand Sports Hall of Fame in 2002. Edge later became a netball coach and in 2016 was appointed the assistant coach for the Central Pulse in the ANZ Premiership competition. And uh, pretty good if you are a Central Pulse at this very moment, obviously taking out this year's title. Back to you, Paul, for rugby. Thank you very much, uh, Stephen. Um, and in the rugby, uh, New Zealand rugby postponed the north-south announcement from uh, Tuesday to Wednesday. So yes, so that means that we're expecting an announcement this afternoon um, about that game. Previously, they said they had said that it would not be postponed past the fifth um, of September, um, and, and uh, under current um, regulations, it does not look like it can be held in in Auckland. So. Uh, either it's going to have to move and uh, be played with uh, no crowds or it will be um, uh, cancelled all together as waiting to find out now. Um, and if it does get cancelled, it will be a shame because finally Eden Park um, has realised it had a treasure uh, in its uh, archives um, down there. Um, they, uh, they found they found a, a cup that had been missing since for 88 years, um, which um, is the... Um, the love, um, the, sorry, the lo loving cup uh, was uh, initially um, given to uh, the Invincibles over in uh, um, when they when they toured. When it came back to New Zealand, it was decided that it would be used 
um, to give given to the um, winner of the North South game. Um, it's uh, say it's been missing for eight eight years. They don't know how long it's been in Eden Park, um, and uh, they weren't even sure what it was um, until recently. And you do wonder what other gems or what other um, treasures do they have down there um, that uh, they're unaware of. So good that that will see the light of day. Um, it'll be a shame if it doesn't get uh, um, given this um, uh, this time. Um, apparently, the um, All Blacks uh, opponents for next. The, the next uh, July test window um, in 2021 uh, have, uh, well, they've have, have been leaked. Um, it looks like the All Blacks will be facing Italy um, for two games and Fiji for one. And if you just... Oh dear, just sneezing there. Sorry, folks. Um, the, uh, the, the, the being a Lions year, obviously the... Um, England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales would uh, no, not be available. Um, and with the Lions touring to South Africa, I assume that, Aust that France will be touring Australia um, next year uh, in that um, uh, in, in that mid-year window. Obviously, that is all COVID-19 dependent. Um, Julian Savea um, will be playing for Wellington. Uh, he does live in Auckland now, uh, and it had been rumoured uh, that he could be joining North Harbour um, and apparently Auckland were also um, interested in signing Julian, um, but he has decided to head back down uh, to Wellington um, and play his Midas 10 Cup um, down there. So good luck to him. Uh, Wellington looking to go one better than last year when they lost out to uh, Tasman in the final. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen for the sport that just keeps on giving. Uh, it's our NRL update. Yes, thanks again, uh, Paul. In league news this morning, the Warriors team is named a former league great back to the NRL and a Brisbane Broncos coach, Anthony Siebold, on the move. But we start with the Warriors this morning. They have brought in Chanel Harris-Tavita into their starting lineup alongside Elias Katoa to face the Knights this weekend. Harris-Tavita returns to the halfback spot after sustaining a head knock in training last week. Katoa is... Back in the back row after serving a one-match ban for dangerous contact during the Warriors' round of 14 clash with Penrith. This Saturday's round 16 clash with Newcastle sees the Warriors return to Tamworth, the city which served as their first port of call and adopted, adopted a hometown when arriving in Australia over three months ago. Former Warrior Mason Lenor will get a chance to take the field against his former club coming into the Knights starting side in place of ex-Warrior Blake Green who suffered a knee injury last week that uh, full uh, Warriors team starting from fullback Roger Tuivasa-Shek on the uh, wing Adam uh, uh, Pompey and uh, also George Jennings in the uh, midfield we have got Hayes Perham Petahiku at halves, Cody Nikarima and Harris Tavita. We go into the pack. We've got uh, Jamon Tonua Brown, Carl Lawton, Lachlan Burr, Elias Akatoa, Tohu Harris, and Jazz Tavanga make up the uh, starting 13 in the Warriors. Moving along, rugby league legend Peter Sterling has backed the NRL to crack down on clubs trying to poach contracted players on more money while they are still signed to another club. 
recent reports suggest the NRL is looking at banning the practice of clubs offering more money to players to change allegiances amid contract. Josh Adokar is the latest high-profile name expected to be granted a release by the Melbourne Storm at the end of the season on compassionate grounds. However, he has also expressed his desire to make a lucrative switch to fullback at his new club. The sport-leading NRL analyst Phil Gould to speculate that managers are behind players like Addo Carr and Valentine Holmes pushing for moves into positions like fullbacks that demand big money contracts. Gould has been critical of that trend a while. Sterling added weight to the argument against it. I think it's a blight on our game, Sterling told the wide world of sports. Sterlow's rap Josh Adokar has made it clear that in the last couple of weeks that he'd like to play fullback elsewhere, possibly at one stage, was coming back to Sydney for family reasons. We're also learning that part part of that may be motivated by earning a lot more money playing in that new position, and I would like to see the NRL. Mm, interesting. We've seen it with other players leaving when they believe that their value <clears throat> is more than what they're getting at this present time. Sterling said there needs to be greater accountability from both players and clubs in that they stick to the contracts they sign and end the off-field negotiation games. Come in and make a change. So there you go. Usually my man who doesn't sell a lot, but when he does, you, you take notice of what he has to say. Well, somebody who's probably had his last say is Anthony Seabold, who has coached the uh, Brisbane Broncos for their very last time, confirming that he will leave the club after two tumultuous seasons. Seabold confirmed his departure in the uh, Daily Telegraph yesterday afternoon that he had taken care of the team for the last time. The Broncos had started negotiations with Seabold on a termination package late last week with club chairman Carl Morris tasked with negotiating a financial settlement that was palatable to both Seabold and his manager. The Broncos are yet to make an official announcement on Seabold's future but are preparing to do so with the club aware that he has already confirmed to the media that he will depart. A press conference will be held today well, this morning after Seabold has spoken to his players. Seabold arrived at Broncos HQ early on yesterday morning and left at 7.30am as the media waited for an impending 45-year-old had previously been in isolation in his Brisbane home after leaving the club's COVID bubble to attend an urgent family meter in Sydney following round of 13 loss to South Sydney. He had a COVID-19 test on Monday and returned a negative test. Seabold is in his second year of a five-year deal and has endured a torrid two seasons at the club. And his announcement on his future will obviously come today. I think they'll also probably discuss uh, what sort of severance uh, package uh, there will be. And I'm hearing some interest, interesting numbers uh, being bandied around at this stage, but I'm pretty sure the guys on the uh, show uh, tonight, the standoff, Brad and Sanjay, will have a bit more to say on the, this particular issue. That's it for League News. Have a great day, everybody, even though it is a, a little bit of a wet day. It's supposed to clear up in the afternoon, and uh, hopefully this all gets cleared up as well. We'll be back with more League News uh, tomorrow. Back to you, Paul. And You're on mute, Paul. Yeah, we just... <laughs> You're on mute, Paul. Sorry, <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? There's, there, one person coming out saying, "Hey, please um, uh, stick by your contracts," uh, and then the next story is somebody having their contract cancelled. Um, but, but there we go. Um, uh, all, all, all happening there in the um, NRL.
Um, moving on then to um, curling uh, and uh, the North Island Secondary School Championships, unfortunately, has had to be cancelled due to um, Auckland's uh, um, COVID um, level two um, guideline. It can't take place under level two guidelines. Um, so unfortunately, that um, piece, uh, that, that, that tournament has had to um, be cancelled. Um, the New Zealand Secondary Schools National Championships uh, in Naseby on the 26th and 28th of September for um, curling are still um, currently going ahead. Entries close for that on the 4th of September, by the way, uh, if you want to enter. Also, uh, there are um, scholarship um, opportunities for New Zealand curlers. Uh, there's a postgraduate certificate and also athlete certificates available. So if you're interested in, if you're a curling um, person and interested in that, then get on over to the Curling New Zealand um, website. Um, also, uh, moving on then to bowls uh, and um, New Zealand bowls have secured the hosting rights of the 2021 and 2022 World Singles Champion of Champions um, event. Um, that uh, the 2021 edition will take place from the 27th, sorry, the 20th to the 27th of November, and the 2022 one from the 19th to the 26th of November. So uh, some uh, big tournaments um, coming um, to uh, uh, to New Zealand. Uh, in the uh, in bowls um, as well. Moving on then to the uh, NBA, and, and uh, yes, they saw the Bucks, Thunder, Heat, uh, and Lakers all pick up wins. Importantly, that means the Thunder have now leveled their series to two all um, against uh, uh, Houston, uh, and uh, so that one is uh, proved to be a cracker of a series. Um, it also meant that the Miami Heat. Um, beat the Indiana Pacers 4-0 and uh, went through to the second to the conference semifinals there. Um, only uh, So that's three out of the four teams are already through on the Eastern Conference side. That's Miami, Boston and Toronto, um, whereas no one on the Western Conference side are through yet. It also means that we just have two games today. We have the Jazz versus the Nuggets um, starting at uh, 10.30 and the Mavericks versus the Clippers starting at 1 o'clock. All that's all New Zealand time, sorry, 10 30 a.m. and 1 p.m. for those, um, for those uh, uh, games. Moving on then to Formula One and uh, um, four, four Grand Prix in three countries Turkey, Bahrain, and Abu Dhabi will bring the uh, calendar to a close, um, and that will mean we'll have 17 races, which is the lowest since 2009 um, in the series. Um, the Turkish Grand Prix will take place on the 15th of November, um, followed up by two races in Bahrain on the 29th of November and the 6th of December, before finishing up in Abu Dhabi on the 13th of December. Um, this uh, means that we, yeah, this is a historic season because it's the first time that the F1 um, has not gone to um, the Americas uh, since, uh, or, or since to, to North America's North America since 1950. Um, and the first time it's not been in South America since 1970. It'll be the first time it's not been in Asia since 86, and the first time it's not had a race in Australia since 1984. So, yes, a truly, well, a truly um, worldwide uh, tour uh, being restricted effectively to Europe and, and the Middle East this year, um, unfortunately. 
Uh, you have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all of the important sports news. Um, don't forget that you can, uh, as Stephen mentioned earlier, join the standoff um, this evening for your weekly league fix. That's at 8 p.m. You can watch it on Facebook, uh, our Facebook page, um, New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, also, um, don't forget to do the um, <laughs> do the. <laughs> To, to check out our podcast, you can listen to us on the go, such as Zero Sports Radio on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Um, have a wonderful day, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.